Welcome to More Than Movies. I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. We're back again with another mini-sode. And we're going to get spooky because it's Halloween. It's time for a top three turf war. Good morning or evening, goblins and ghouls. It is Halloween, and it, we are so excited that you've tuned into the podcast today because we have a top three turf war to get you into the spooky season because we're doing the top three Halloween movies. What does that mean, Ivana? That means the top three movies that invoke that Halloween spookiness, that excitedness, whatever Halloween means to you. That's what we mean when we say the top three Halloween movies. Exactly. There's a million horror movies that give you the chills and the the scares, but you wouldn't necessarily say Silent Night, Deadly Night is a a Halloween-feeling movie. I mean, hell, I watch that at Christmas, okay? Santa (laughs) Claus killing people. That is what it's about. So, Ivana, what is your number three movie that invokes the Halloween spirit in you. Number three for me is Evil Dead, the original. Okay. Why? But why? What do you mean, but why? I mean, it's a great horror movie. I love it. I love the woods. I guess it's fall in the woods, but what is Halloween-y about it for you? To me, this movie is a perfect metaphor uh, to that kid who's super into Halloween, wants to make the scariest costume of everyone in his school, but in the practicalities of life, the costume doesn't end up nearly as scary as intended and actually ends up being a little bit funny. So... That, to me, is what Evil Dead is. And it's very much a Halloween thing. I mean, everyone has those homemade costumes, which I personally love the most. But they don't always turn out like how you imagine it in your head. I don't know how many times we're going to talk about Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 and how Evil Dead 2 really leaned into the comedy and Evil Dead is straight up horror. I don't know why we keep coming back to this. I really believe that Evil Dead 2 is the one that you're thinking of. No. I am specifically talking about Evil Dead. Evil Dead wanted to be scary, but it was funny. All right. You know I disagree with you because I am scared to shit by Evil Dead. I think it is absolutely freaky and scary. Evil Dead 2 is definitely the one that I, I feel is not. Um, I'm going to just move forward, though, with my number three pick, and that is Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. I felt like I had to put a Tim Burton movie on this because you look at him and you think Halloween. Yeah, except none of his movies make me feel like Halloween. Even Sleepy Hollow makes me think of, like, early December for some strange reason. That is very strange, and... Out of all the Tim Burton ones, I mean, I could have gone to Halloween Town with his produced A Nightmare Before Christmas, but I always feel like that's more of a Christmas movie. Me too. I was just going to say, that's not on my list because to me, that is a Christmas movie. Exactly. But Sleepy Hollow to me is that Washington Irving zone of the Headless Horseman who has the the, the jack-o'-lantern uh, for the head and he launches the jack-o'-lantern and I always feel... Like, where you should be at Halloween is Terrytown, New York. I want to go there really bad. And Sleepy Hollow, that's the birthplace of this. 
So to me, Sleepy Hollow and the atmosphere that Burton brings, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it just really, for me, invokes that Halloween spirit because that New England, New York, upstate New York area is so creepy to me. And there's so many myths around Sleepy Hollow that I just have to choose this one. Yeah, I don't know. This movie reminds me of kind of like early winter. There's something, I think it's the white. It's all the white in in the film, the cinematography. And that makes you think of like winter. Well, there is snow at certain points in this film. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I have to reconsider. What is your number two? Uh, My number two is a Halloween classic. It is not scary. Uh, It is Hocus Pocus. Oh, I'm so glad it was on your list. I've never really liked Hocus Pocus. Even even with like the cult come around, never really got into it. Why is Hocus Pocus for you a standout for Halloween? I I guess there's a lot of nostalgia with this. Um I watched the movie all the time when I was a kid, especially around Halloween. Of course, it'd come on TV and all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's a really fun and funny movie. It really captures the love of being young and not really going the horror route, but leaning into the concepts and spookiness of what the holiday is. To me, Hocus Pocus is like a child on Halloween. I completely agree. It's in my honorable mentions. Like I said, I've never really loved the movie, but I definitely get that Halloween feeling from it. It's got witches. It's got zombies. It's got talking cats. It's got brooms and it all takes place on halloween exactly what's your number two so my number two also takes place on halloween night and it is a little bit of a newer film it is called trick or treat um ah yes i think it's It's the anthology horror right it is an anthology horror story it is must watch around halloween i think it's one of the best new classics for this time of year. Um, it goes from werewolves to psychopaths to ghosts and ghouls and and all the while introducing this adorable new mascot in Sam, who is, you know, Samhain, Sam Hine, right? So Sam, he is this little guy who has a terrifying mask and when the mask comes off it's actually a pumpkin face and it's terrifying Uh, but i (laughs) i love this movie i love the anthology you know growing up like creep show and tales from the crypt and things like that having different stories i always liked that and trick-or-treat definitely delivers that kind of um creep show feel if you've never seen it that's kind of what it's going for except i think it does it does an even better job than breaking through that nostalgia you know i i think that horror and spooky stories really lend themselves well to short film anthologies that work together thematically one of the interesting things about trick-or-treat as well is that it all takes place in one night well it's telling all the different stories but they're interweaving all these characters together and So you start with a character and you might not get to the climax of their story till about an hour and a half into the film because you're watching these other stories surrounding that one story. And I think, okay, that is a creative way to deliver 
an anthology. Absolutely. All right, we are down to your number one Halloween movie of all time. What is it? The Shining. Okay, The Shining for me does not invoke Halloween at all. Like, it's not even honorable mentions. Why is The Shining for you a Halloween movie? Uh, I think that the the ghosts and the hauntings of this, um, well, the hotel, it really gets to the essence of what Halloween feels like and what the scary part of Halloween feels like. Um, and to me, that's where The Shining really shines. I watched it, I rewatched it a few years ago after not having seen it for so long. And I mean, it is truly creepy and it is truly scary as far as any horror film can actually be scary. I agree um, with all of that. And it, I guess it, it is a haunted house, really, at the end of the day. It's a haunted house and the hauntings, the images, they're so iconic and they're the kind of images that make you think of Halloween immediately. It doesn't have to take place on Halloween, it just reminds me of how spooky Halloween can be. It is interesting that both of our f- films in the category also have snow in them. Like Sleepy Hollow yeah. had some snow and you have some snow in yours as well in your Absolutely. number one pick. All right. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I-, I think if you've been listening to this podcast, you know what my number one Halloween movie of all time is. Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For me, Halloween is, it's my favorite horror movie of all time. It still scares me. Don't know why. Still does. And I think what freaks me out about it is it's in a neighborhood and it's similar to a neighborhood I grew up in. So you have the kids running around doing trick or treating. Who the hell's to say that one of the people in a mask isn't a crazy killer? I mean, isn't that true for any neighborhood with sidewalks and on Halloween? Absolutely. I mean, there are scenes in E.T. that like freak me out because, hey, what if that is an alien under that Yoda costume, right? Like, (laughs) honestly, though, Halloween for me is... You've got this group of teenagers who, who, yes, they're babysitters and they're women, but they've outgrown the Halloween part a little bit. And they're, they want to still have fun on Halloween, but they've kind of outgrown trick or treating. And all of a sudden that makes them vulnerable in their homes. That is so scary to me because none of the trick or treaters have anything to fear. It's these people who have grown up a little bit more, who are handing out candy, who are at home carving the pumpkins. Those are the people at risk now. Well, I'm glad that Halloween is on this list, even though uh, I actually watched it for the first time not that long ago, this summer, actually. I don't really understand what the hubbub is about. It doesn't really have much of a story. It's just this guy and he just kills people. Well, I mean, it's the it's the granddaddy of all slasher movies. Like if it, it basically was the first one to develop the formula, right? The final girl, uh, a, a guy in a mask. And then we get Jason and then we get Freddy and then we get, well, I guess Leatherface. Sore, Leatherface came before. Leatherface is more of like a, a, just a sick family. It's all about the family. Uh, it is, yeah. Whereas it's this, not is, quite this the is the lone slasher and nobody's safe. I mean, you, 
for Leatherface, you really got to find yourself in his neck of the woods. Whereas, I mean, the slasher, you just, you're there, you know, like you're at home and he comes in and you never really know where he's going to pop up. All right. Well, I guess we have to make a list. I think Halloween is the number one Halloween movie. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Moving on. Okay, so The Shining, Trick or Treat, Sleepy Hollow, and Hocus Pocus. And Evil Dead. And Evil Dead. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. I missed that one. I think Sleepy Hollow and Evil Dead are probably not going to make the list. Unless you decide that, like, Hocus Pocus is now number three and Evil Dead is number two. But it has nothing to do what or- with what order it is on your list. It has everything to do with what films do we agree on and what order are they in the new list. Yeah, I know, but you're not going to let me kick The Shining off your list. I mean, I don't know anything. Oh, That's really? That's the point. Okay, we well, have I to think have we conversations. Have trick or Treat at number two and Hocus Pocus at number three. I would venture to put Hocus Pocus at number two, which I think is far more iconically Halloween. Over The Shining, which is your number one pick. It's my number one Halloween f- film. So, to but, me, it is the feeling of Halloween. Where but is that your fight mean- woman? This is your number one horror movie of all time. Yes, but the this is a very personal uh, version. So it's what movie invokes the feeling of Halloween in you? To me, The Shining. However, I can see that Halloween, a movie night titled after the thing that we're talking about, Deserves the number one spot because of its iconic nature, whether or not it reminds me of Halloween. But I just, I I miss your fight. And I feel like it's not here in this fight. Well, I think that we're not battling what's best. We're battling what's most Halloween. All right. So I I could totally let you have Hocus Pocus at number two. Because I think Hocus Pocus deserves the number two spot because, as you said, it has this whole big cult following of it people. It really that are does. People love obsessed with Hocus it. Pocus. Exactly. So, to me, how can a list that's larger than just our own personal lists not have Hocus Pocus on it? That I would agree. be crazy. I would give you that at number two. And then now it's a matter of what takes the number three slot. Um, so we have. Evil Dead and The Shining from my list. And we and have Trick or Treat Trick and or Sleepy and, Hollow yeah. from yours. And I'm going to move Sleepy Hollow off because Trick or Treat for me is way more Halloween than Sleepy Hollow even is. Right. That makes sense. Um, and I would probably put Evil Dead up there on mine more than The Shining in the sense of I think most people don't think of The Shining as a Halloween film. And Evil Dead, I, you know what I really liked about your description of Evil Dead was that this is Sam Raimi building fun costumes, and that's what made you think of Halloween. I mean, obviously, for me, Trick or Treat is less subtle. Well, I it mean, is, I was being, I was being metaphorical, but yes, I mean, I was not talking about the actual costumes in this movie. I'm, I was sort of thinking, you know, Sam Raimi wanted to make a really scary horror film, and it doesn't come across that way. It comes across like that kid who made his costume himself. And 
It's not as scary as the director intended. It looks homegrown. It looks homemade. And that really feels very authentically Halloween to me. I mean, there definitely is a lot of fake blood. Now, and Trick or Treat, as you said, you know, I think that the the whole... It's very rooted in Halloween. It feels like Halloween. I think you're right that it is a modern Halloween classic. And it has that whole element of the intertwining stories. So I think those are the two finalists for that number three position. One of the things for me about Halloween night is about telling stories. And spooking each other out and being kids. And really, Trick or Treat is is a story-driven picture and they follow the rules of halloween don't blow out your lantern let it like leave it out and let the candle go out by itself or um you know you never you always check your candy the the stereotypes of an american halloween are just drenched in this film. Yeah, you know, I'll give that to you. I think that we can put Trick or Treat in the number three position. All right, we've got a lineup. Let's kick this off. Number three, Trick or Treat. Number two, Hocus Pocus. And the number one Halloween movie of all time is Halloween. I think that is a solid Halloween movie list. I do have a whole whack load of honorable mentions that I can quickly rhyme off. Yeah, um, yeah. What what are they? Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> Casper. Ginger Snaps. Um, the Halloween Tree. Fun I've never size. even heard of that. Oh, you've never heard of the Halloween? It's, it's an animated movie. Okay. Fun Size. Uh, Idle Hands. Monster House. And the one that, listen, if my sixth grade teacher is listening to this, Mrs. Saya, you put on the lady in white in grade six for our fragile eyes. I was traumatized. It is about a child who gets stuck in a closet and ghosts come. It is terrifying by grade six you can't handle that oh be quiet you had no I'm with Missaya on you this one no restrictions in your household i wasn't even allowed to watch the simpsons <laughs> um i uh, how many of yours are children's movies out of curiosity uh that would be five F- out of 12 wow okay so not as but you didn't say just 12 right now. Well, no, no. I mean 12 in total. Like Halloween, Trick or Treat, Sleepy Hollow, Casper, Ernest Scared Stupid, Ginger Snaps, Lady in White, The Halloween Tree, Hocus Pocus, Fun Size, Idle Hands, and Monster House. That is like my my definitive Halloween list of movies. All right. I only had uh, three honorable mentions. Not that there aren't more, but those were the ones that I chose for today. Uh, Scream, which to me is so Halloween um, because it's so self-aware and also subversive and satirical. And yet it still is exactly what it promises to be. And I love that about it. That's kind of like what Halloween feels like to me. Um, Happy Death Day, which doesn't take place on Halloween, but just reminds me of it so much. And I love that movie. It was such a pleasant surprise last year. And Psycho, of course. There's a sequel coming out. I know. I'm pretty excited about that. 
Saw the yeah. trailer yesterday and laughed myself silly. Why laughed? Because it's uh, really tongue-in-cheek and it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, the first one was equally tongue-in-cheek and fun. Uh, it's great. And, and of course, the last one is Psycho. Psycho is totally definitive Halloween. I mean, Psycho, like, we're talking about Halloween, the movie Halloween, and, you know, Psycho started it. Started yeah. that slasher genre, basically, with, well, with Janet Lee, And then Halloween comes out with Jen- uh, with... Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And, you know, kind of overshadowed Psycho a bit as I don't think anything overshadows Psycho. Psy- Hitchcock and Psycho are like iconic in a for way. For the that- longest time, Halloween was the number one independent grossing highest grossing independent film of all time until the Blair Witch Project came. It was a big deal. That doesn't make it not a big deal, but Psycho and Hitchcock cannot be overshadowed. I think you always have to... That's like saying the count of Dr. Caligari can be overshadowed. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're iconic. Uh, Don't get me wrong. They're always iconic. I, I just think in the genre, if we're talking about the genre, Halloween took it to a new place... That became the copycat of all copycats because everybody who had a mask at that point was like, well, we're going to do a slasher movie with a mask and because that's how you do it now because this is how Halloween told us to do it. So we're going to do it this way forever. Hitchcock is not making a slasher film. It's a very different movie. There is the first slashing on camera ever, which is cinematic history like i recently watched i think four or five hitchcock films in a row and i didn't love all of them but when you watch them and you see all the things that didn't exist before this man created them yep there's no overshadowing his legacy there's no overshadowing what psycho the film is John Carpenter made Halloween, which is a slasher film, but slasher films are regarded as garbage, like fun to watch garbage movies. Psycho is cinematic genius. Halloween is not, is what I'm saying. No, it is. Halloween is is a garbage, garbage, fun to watch movie. That is crazy. It is not. It is what about it is cinematic genius? It's not winning any awards. John Carpenter is not. Lauded as one of the greatest directors of all time. John Carpenter is lauded as the master of horror. I mean, I disagree with that. I think the master of horror is Hitchcock. I The Birds, he has Psycho. A different, he has a different title. And what is his title? Hitchcock is the master of suspense. All right. So master of suspense, master of horror. There's no difference. As far as I can tell, you There's know. a big difference. Rope and the thing are they're different things. I watched Halloween. It's not cinematic genius. It's just an independent movie that got made for not that much money. People love to watch these slasher films, and that is what it all it is. But it's not anything elevated or significant. With you. Forever disagree. I think the score, the the shape who is Michael Myers, the idea of doing the tracking shot at the beginning, which he got from touch of evil, the 
amazing cinematography of placing placement negative space that freaks you the hell out it doesn't the freak you the hell out it freaks it you the hell out I think it freaks, it freaks more than, yeah, not you, but it definitely freaks a lot more people out than not you. And that's our show. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in again next week. Our intro song comes from bensound.com and we encourage you to check out our show notes for more information about our music, our talented voice actors and sound effects. Jay and I love hearing from you, so we actually built this pretty nifty website. You can reach us at morethanmovies.net. Or catch either one of us on Twitter. I'm at Jester Jay. I'm at It's Ivana. Thanks again for spending some time with us. We'll be back again soon with an all-new commercial-free episode. And until next time, friends. Do more. And watch more. Watch more.